and the pot nut soda. And now it's time for Brett, Brian, and oh damn, enjoy the show. So I know that uh, out of the three of us, I am the uh, least Gayest. Coachella experienced. <laughs> yeah, not just gonna talk right over that. Uh, but I don't know if you all had ever encountered this situation at uh, the festival. But it was Sunday uh, evening. We were at main stage. And uh, we were watching Portugal the Man. And, you know, around that time, main stage is never super full. Yeah, Sunday night, um, people yeah. start to clear out. Because yeah. that, yeah. but, you know, you're still like two acts away from the headliner. So it's pretty, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of people, but there's oh, a lot so of space. Oh, so like dusk. Yeah. Turning into evening. Exactly. Got it, got it. And that's uh, like two and a half days of partying, too. Yeah, it's exactly. for a lot of people. And so a lot of people are sitting down. You know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. not like shoulder to shoulder like it is Friday <laughs> or Saturday. And uh, I wanted to get a clip of Portugal the Man, you know. And so I'm recording, and um, as I'm doing that, I get hit in the ribs by my buddy, who is uncontrollably laughing, and then he points to my left. And as I look, all I see is white ass run by us. What? Because a gentleman has just decided to streak. <laughs> he is Going streaking. full nude, like no shoes, socks, anything. Um, just running through the crowd at main stage. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. I mean, he's going, and there's nobody chasing him. Like, there's no security. There's no nothing. How white? He's just going. Dan. Um, like uh, paper white. I would say like Greek yogurt. Okay. Okay. Ooh, you know? Ooh damn. So, Yikes. Uh, he, he no fruit to mix spicy in. Spicy white right he, there. He had like dark hair, so you know it, it was probably like. Oh, so it stands out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so he's just taking off. Uh, and the that's dude, the one thing security cannot catch. That Coachella is you taking your clothes off. Well. <laughs> we'll get there because uh he, oh the story continues he, you oh. know and he wasn't uh he looked like a fitter guy so he was jogging to him was was no problem so we see him he disappears towards the back of main stage and we you know we turn around and watch the rest of the show uh so the next morning uh as my friend and i do we go on the reddit coachella subreddit he is the uh headliner we find out that there's a lot more to his adventure um, that that we all knew about. So somebody must have had a spidey sense that he was going to uh, drop trial because there is a video of him by himself dancing to Portugal the Man and he's shirtless and he has no shoes and he's just got what looks like um, like just drawstring short shorts on. Okay. And he just singing along to the band just drops him. And just continues to dance for a little bit before he decides to run to the front of the stage. So he ran to the front, then decided to run back. So you caught him on his run the second away. time. Yeah, so he, he was running away from the stage. Um, and he didn't stop at the back of main stage. He kept going to the art installations. Mm. And if you have, if any of the listeners out there have seen what the art installations from this year's Coachella look like, there was, you know, like a space station, uh, there was like a supernova, uh, and then there was also a multicolored 
tower, which you would walk different <laughs> levels <laughs> that you could see through, right? You can see through, and the sun <laughs> like would Fortnite? alter. You know, oh, he ran. He ran up the tower. There'd be different colored glass, and there's you know there was always a line to get in there, and apparently he runs to this tower. He cuts the line and jumps underneath the railing to the no walk security in, for the line. Shoves a security guard down. Oh, takes off up the tower as security is trying to catch him. As he's running, butt naked. This is like Grand Theft Coachella right here. Off. Yeah, and people. <laughs> this had guy's legendary. People had submitted photos that they could see him like on his journey, and you can see him. There's one photo of him probably halfway up, where he's just got both middle fingers in the air, outrunning security up this glass tower, and he made it to the top, and then he slipped, and security pounced on him. Ooh. <sighs> Where was he going to go? And then he was I the third no guest with where he, Yeah, I don't know where he was going to go from there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he definitely had better druds than I think anybody else at Coachella did. Mm. Because the, just to be that that brave and also to be – that happened all in the matter of like five minutes. Yeah. And that's a pretty far place to run and to, to avoid security for that long. Hot damn. Pop not, epi- pop not soda pop episode. Not episode. Pop not episode. Pop <laughs> not soda episode 11 – Coming back at you. Welcome back, Dan, from Coachella. Yeah, I survived. You had a good time, it sounds like. It was fantastic. Yeah. Sahara is a new tent at Coachella, too, by the way. Right? Extra large. Um, It's right by the entrance, by the Ferris wheel. Uh, I kind of like the setup. and I have suffered at Sahara. I mean, people almost die in Sahara. Yeah. Yes. It's been rough. There's a reason why they (laughs) called it Sahara, because there's a fucking furnace in there. Yeah. Just desert. It's a lot better now. Ugh. Would Some, you recommend going back to Coachella if we if we're bummed out on Sahara? Or we're, is, is it still something to do? Yeah, I we think, hung I up our it, banana I think it's hammocks. like it's like fifty fifty from people because okay. there's some people who say it's not a true three hundred and sixty experience anymore. Yeah, so they're kind of bothered by that. But I mean, the feel, the sound, the bass in there, and the displays were crazy. So uh, you can fit more people in. It's easier to get in and out. Um, I like it. Yeah. So, and you can still watch Sahara from a beer garden, which is the most oh. important thing. Nice. Do you um, have any IPAs there? Uh, I did not. I did have a yeah. a rare beer cocktail though, Ooh. which had um, Michelada. No, it, it was a mezcal tequila um, and a different beer, and uh, I think some lime juice. It was it was very good. It was Shout like out a, to our Perez of the cast. Yeah, you know, <laughs> had to had to stay true. <laughs> Um, and you know, it, and I think the craziest thing that a lot of people saw on weekend one that we kind of touched on, uh, that I saw in person on weekend two was just the crowd for Beyonce. Right. Uh, we can talk about you know that before you know we we talked about how she was the first type of performer I think to have an unprecedented schedule because there was really nobody competing with her. Well, and I mean that that woman sells out like 50,000 yeah. person stadiums. So Easily. to shove her in Coachella is a completely different mix that Coachella has ever seen before. Yeah, so you were the right. first one to experience that. And what'd and, you think? Uh, well, one, her performance was from the, what I saw of it was really fantastic. Very entertaining. Um, some people, How far were you? Oh, dude. Um, basically a hundred thousand people were watching Beyonce. No shit. Damn. So, you know, I think the festival fit like 130,000. The Bay Hive was <laughs> buzzing, yeah. um, you could say. Like, basically, you didn't see, like, if you were, once you got back towards the part of the festival where you where the merch tent is and the exit, 
that's where you finally exited the crowd that was watching Beyonce. Really? Because how they, they changed Could you the, hear her still? Yeah, you could hear her. Okay, okay. The way they changed the festival around was that basically from almost uh, from the Sahara tent, which is on the opposite side, there's a direct view of main stage. So there's a lot of clear viewpoints now where you can see other stages from um, other parts of the festival where you couldn't before. Uh, but I know a lot of people who at the festival after uh, weekend one and weekend two, they were turned off by a performer like Beyonce because um, they weren't necessarily digging the style of her performance because they said it was it was more, like you said, like arena or like um, stadium. Yeah. instead of a right. festival it's like it's yeah it's literally a show it's not really like a musical act anymore you know there's so much more that goes into it besides her just singing a song yeah and so i think some people you know you have people who've been doing it that are split on this right a lot of people who were very excited for beyonce a lot of people who would never go to coachella but because beyonce was playing they had to go and on some people that sold their tickets because they didn't want to deal with the Bayhive and Beyonce, which is where I think I am at that point. Like I, w- we were talking about this earlier, but I think like when I saw Beyonce get announced for Coachella, like I've been Brian and I, we've been to Coachella for a few years now, and um, like I think at some point, like you realize that the talent is getting to a point where I'm like not caring about it anymore. And I'm like, this is driving in people that I, I don't want to deal with anymore. And we were talking about that earlier, but like. I would say Beyonce was the first person where I was like, I don't want to go to that festival. I yeah. do not <laughs> I do not want to go to that festival anymore. It's taken a turn down just like, yeah, too mainstream at that point. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, would you say there's any other, like we're looking at a lot of festivals now. I mean, you've got festivals coming West Coast. Life is beautiful. <laughs> like, Bottle I mean, Rot. Uh, Austin City South by Limits. Southwest. Right. I mean, Bonnaroo. Um, a president, like governor's, governor's ball, um, EDC. We're talking yeah. over each other. Like, this could go on forever talking about it. But I mean, like, is there any artist that you would see at a festival where you would go, you know what? Not going to do that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I can't remember if this was last year or two years ago, uh, but it was here at, at one of our music festivals locally in San Diego, Kaboo. And it was Gwen Stefani. Ooh. So, to me, like Gwen Stefani performing now, it it just seems like a crowd of uh, mostly female attendees, I would assume. Yep. Uh, That's just not, like, not my style. And, like, when you say not your style, are you – because you're a fan of – I, I mean, I remember you. Dude, you kind of turned me on to, like, No Doubt back in Love the day. Love No Doubt. Yeah, so No I've Doubt. No like, Doubt Live. She's evolved from No Doubt, though. And you're not expecting No Doubt to see it? I mean, this kind of thing? I'm or, not or, expecting or... No Doubt Gwen Stefani. <laughs> I'm expecting this shit is bananas Gwen Stefani okay. for an entire yes. set. No. And okay. I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take a hard pass. I can see that. How about you, Dan? Anything that you would like, you would, you'd have tickets for, and then you immediately see the lineup afterwards, and you're like, ah, I'm I'm selling these things immediately. So it's funny because I kind of felt I was very hesitant for this Coachella because I respect Beyonce, but I'm just not a huge fan. Like, I I'm never going to find the 
Beyonce playlist on Spotify and rock out to right. it. But you enjoy her at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, um, but I, I can She's also I can also Super be Bowl. honest that um, uh, let's take a performer like Jack White, who I was ignorant of his catalog before attending Coachella, and so I wasn't super hyped about him. But then I watched him play music for ninety minutes, and I was like, he's fucking a fantastic rock star. Yep. So I, I'm always open to that. Um, but for a headliner of a music festival in which I would just have to sell my tickets immediately, I don't know if he would ever be a headliner, um, but if he was like one of the top, like DJ Khaled, I'm sorry. I, oh, yeah. Because I know okay. he played EDC and like got booed off the stage. Yeah. And just playing hit after hit. Like, because I still don't know, like, how he's an artist. Like, I mean, Puffy got shit for back in the day for just being in the music videos. And DJ Kali literally just plays other people's songs now that maybe he wrote the B for, but that's his act. Right. And and, if, and he claims yeah. those songs. Like, it's DJ Kali featuring. Claims that they're whoever. the best. And I don't understand it. Like, he doesn't rap. He's not a DJ. He's not up there mixing these beats live. He's right. not putting on a live DJ set. So yeah, DJ Khaled, I'm a hundred percent out. Yeah, you would you would sell those tickets too. Yes, right I away. probably wouldn't be able to because I don't think anyone would buy them. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't buy them. I would not buy them. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's interesting when we talk about that though, because like I think when you look at a festival too, you always have those acts where you're like, eh, I'm not going to see them. There's so much shit going on. But what is the one thing that I would not see, and that would sell me away from it? I have a second one. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Really? Yeah. I'd go see Taylor Swift. I would not see Taylor Swift. I would legitimately see. No. I would. She went after my boy Calvin. We had this. If you go back to to last summer's episodes, you can listen. No. Again, not interested in her music at all. Really? Yeah, and I don't like her. So. For me, I'll I'll be honest. And and it's so old school. It's it's so – and it it has nothing to do with politics, honestly. Dixie Chicks. I, I just I like that is oh, the one. I wasn't band. even considering country. Well, music. I mean, yeah. like, but I mean, like, that is the one band. Like, I mean, I know it's far out there, but I mean, so like, you see Toby Keith, Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> just say country Shit. music, Brett. You really just want to say country music. Whoa. I like trucks and that, They don't count. <laughs> they don't count. Damn it! But I mean, no. I mean, Brad Paisley. So you're not I'd heading to stagecoach. <laughs> I'd see Paisley. Jason Aldean. <laughs> Jason Aldean. <laughs> Oh, who's the we'll dude from the voice Gwen Stefani's uh, boyfriend I oh, actually yeah. got that confused <laughs> Allison and I were up in Bakersfield last week and we, could fig- we couldn't figure it out it's uh so one alright we'll ask you this right now is it Blake Shelton yes. or Luke Bryant it's Blake Shelton it's Blake Shelton, it's Blake Shelton. oh okay yeah. I thought it was Luke Bryant <laughs> completely thought it was Luke Bryant he is also a country music singer I thought it was Luke Bryant they're all the wait I, I thought they were not together anymore are or was sh- he? Or was no. he together with? He was, no. He was with another country singer. He was with singer. Marissa. Yeah, oh, Melissa. Yeah, yeah, Marissa. Yeah, yeah. This is why fuck. I need I to get no Allison idea. as it as like an extra person on this podcast. Just for the country. It's just, fact check. just like little fact check when we come to yeah. These I mean, types between of the things. three of us, we cover like ninety seven percent of pop culture. Country music being well, in that three percent that we don't this know. Little bubble though, where it's like and short round has just literally become useless. No. He just yeah. doesn't even try anymore. Yeah, I haven't even seen him show up for the last two hours. You were, supposed to, you were supposed to pick him up. Oh shit! Yeah, it's it's the he's probably waiting on his third week. For it's you. your it's oh, your it's my it's your week. Yeah. All right, we'll oh, figure that out later. Shit. 
Anyway, um, so <laughs> well, I and I think this is this is a relevant conversation because uh, what a lot of people have been talking about is you know Coachella's just ended, so who's going to headline 2019? And a lot of people have pointed to an artist who has come back to Twitter recently, who has announced that he has a multitude of albums coming out in the next year. And that is someone who has headlined Coachella before. Mm-hmm. And that person goes by the name of Kanye West. Dan, I honestly, I would buy a ticket to go see Kanye West. I like Kanye West. I, I would have I, up I, until three days ago. Yeah. That and I would... Oh. I would be wary that he would just do himself and like go on a rant again. It would just be a Kanye. And yeah. yeah. And like on the biggest stage. Instead of buying possible. a ticket, I would find a stream of the yeah. 2011 Kanye performance yep. and just watch that. Yeah, that's what I, I would like do. That. Right. The and he's probably, probably like, going to play a lot of his new shit, which yeah. nobody knows? wants to hear you <laughs> right. It's true. Nobody wants to hear um, you sing. Yeah. But a lot of people who what have been happened? going to Coachella for many years, that's. That's Corona Minis right there. Is what that's that a is. whole lot of Corona yes. Minis. Thank you, Matt Bishop. Um, <laughs> what what has happened is that Kanye has come back to Twitter, and it started with him like tweeting out his philosophy book, like basically very like um, so, you know uh, tweets about consciousness and love and creativity and direction, and then about and then shit got weird. Yeah. Um. So we're 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 talking. We have our dra- our pop nuts at a draft party right now. So it's Thursday. So on Tuesday, there was one tweet in particular that Kanye had mentioned Trump and how, um, that that pushed people to a place in which they were a little like, "What the hell is Kanye talking about? Like, that's what are you talking about? Like, all how, how could you align yourself? My favorite my favorite part about Kanye West is Twitter behavior is that. He does not know a lowercase letter. No. Sometimes it's all caps. Sometimes it's all lowercase. Sometimes there's periods where there shouldn't be periods. Hey, Prince didn't know letters and symbols. Had a successful career there. Yeah, but Prince never aligned himself with uh, Donald Trump. That's true. Um, That's true. And, and then yesterday, so Wednesday, uh, Kanye, Kanye went way down into the sunken place. And he tweeted about uh, him and Trump having love for each other and that they, they both have dragon energy and that he's his brother and that he loves that Trump is a, you know, a free thinker and supports free thinking and that he got, he, he was wearing a MAGA hat and he got his MAGA hat signed and that he has now pushed back from Kanye 2020 to Dan, Kanye 2024. By the way, it is those red pieces of shit that say make America great okay. again. Uh, that picture they took, that selfie that he took too. I don't know who those other dudes were, but they're two of the no whitest idea. dudes. The whitest dudes. Two of the whitest dudes you'll ever see. Yeah, I'm absolutely. pretty sure they probably still live on land that used to be plantations. Like that's how white they are. He looks at Kanye and goes, "College dropout, really?" <laughs> yeah, like it. It's something where you go back and you look at what happened in 2006 where um, Kanye said George Bush doesn't care about black people. And with how Kanye acted yesterday, George Bush could say that Kanye doesn't care about black people. Those have been my favorite and they'd memes both so far. be right. Yeah. And that has caused the music community to greatly turn on any festival that would want to include Kanye. Yeah. Like there is, I saw an article today. I didn't read it, but it was like thirteen top musical artists that have unfollowed Kanye West on Twitter. 
which just saying this out loud kind of uh, aggravates me. <laughs> this is like something that, that this is pop culture. That this, this is, is pop culture are. now, right? Like who unfollows who on social media? Fuck me. Uh, but uh, but it is kind of interesting, you know. Uh, you know, went dark for a very long time. Yeah, working on all of this music, um, and now he's he's right back to the limelight. Um, you know, I just hope through all this, his new album doesn't suck. I don't. <laughs> that I would don't, make everything. Okay. But this is the thing: is I don't know if I want to listen to it. And I've been a Kanye fan since College Dropout. Like Kanye, Kanye probably is responsible for getting me into rap and hip hop. Like I will say that in high school, and to get to this point now where like I've been defending a lot of what he's done for a while, I'm kind of done. And I understand that, Dan. But I mean, this is a this is a bigger question now, though. Too is, I understand that you don't defend him. But at some point, would you listen to him? Because I think that that's kind of the culture now. Is like at some point you'll vehement, vehemently deny this guy, but you're exposed to what this guy is producing out. And will you shut it off at that point? Or yeah, I mean, it's it's for me. It's anyone that wants to align themselves or support someone that is oppressive. Yeah, I I don't feel like supporting you. Um, and the only way for you to feel the impact of me, like of how I feel is by not giving you that support and not buying your record, not listening and not seeing you. Have live. you bought his b- records? Yeah. Though? I mean, I have, re- I have really like, I have everything except Jesus literally bought his records. Yeah. I'll be honest. I haven't fucking what bought a record. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I haven't I paid money fucking... for music. I think I have. No, but I like, I have 10 I, years. I think I have graduation on vinyl because the artwork too. And eight oh eight. When did like, you buy that though? Oh, this is, I mean, that's like 10, seven years ago. Okay. Okay. So we're talking pre pop nut soda kind of years. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Have you bought any music since? Ha, have you bought any music since? No. Me neither. I haven't bought a, I haven't bought, I haven't paid for music since before college. Yeah. I've bought two vinyls, Jack White. Two, two Jack White vinyls. Dan, have you bought any music since we have started recording? Yes. Really? Yes. And that is uh, Blade 22, California. Their last no album. Oh, shit. I did. I did. Okay. I really, CD? I bought the Deluxe. Yeah. I think that was direct support for them, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That makes Blade sense. 22. That kind of makes and sense. And also, I have every single album Blade 22 ever put out, so it's kind of like... I want to keep that complete going. the collection. Yeah, yeah, that kind of um, makes sense. But before we had to break, I want to talk about one other uh, fall from grace for a celebrity. Um, and I don't even know if we want to call her a celebrity. She was just an actress. Uh, but Allison Mack uh, was Holy on Smallville shit. for like nine and a half seasons, I think. What yeah. for? Like the the majority of the run. I still can't believe how long that show ran for. Yeah, I mean it was on ten seasons. Um, WB Superman yeah. show. Yep. And uh, it she has just been arrested and indicted. Um, on charges of being a leader in a sex cult, um, charges that include sex trafficking and sex trafficking of children and or minors, which is the most it's interesting charge. Shit, yeah. yeah, and when you're released on two a million dollar bail, uh, means there's some heavy shit on you. So um, obviously there's something going on. I think she's wrapped up in some stuff that is way bigger than what she ever comprehended before. Yeah, and if you, but at the same time, B 
being a female instigator in any of the situation is a very, very yeah. like I mean we talked about Kanye, <laughs> right? Kind of supporting people who don't have any sort of interest in him or people like him at heart. And this is kind of the same thing. That Allison Mack was apparently like the second like the like the the lieutenant of this cult called Netsium. Um I think they use the V as like the Greek U. And um it was founded by Keith Rainier and she was apparently like the dude's like 57. Yeah. Too. And apparently this started as like a, like a motivational, like this is how to be the best you. Right. And right. it, and it manipulated into this pyramid scheme of like, uh, abusive women and set slaves and blackmail and extortion. And, it would be to a point where Allison was trying to recruit other celebrities, reaching out to um, people like Kristen Couric, um, Emma Watson, Emma Watson. Uh, Kelly Clarkson, um, trying to recruit them for this organization where basically uh, she was apparently the slave to um, Rainier's master and that um, the other women all reported to her. And uh, part of the initiation for this was being branded by um, uh, on your it's pelvic like some area. Kingsman two shit, right like, there. Yeah, it's it. It seems, and it's always tough, it's always tough because when you hear stories like this, you're like, how can somebody like fall for this? How does someone get involved with this? Um, and I think it's crazy because I think when you also think of cults, you think of in an age where information wasn't easily accessible where you couldn't lit something up and do a background check by yourself on Google. And to think about falling for, uh, you know, cultish leaders is, is crazy now, especially people who are educated. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence that we hear a lot of controversial things, um, you know, specifically in terms of like religions and cults uh, within Hollywood and celebrities, because I think that just in their nature, uh, these people are like have following directions set in their DNA. You know, when you go on a movie set, you're told what to do. You the lines that you say are written for you. Like you don't have. There's a director. Yeah, like you, there's no need for you to be creative, right? Exactly. You're told what to do. You're told where to show up. You know, you have a manager, you have a publicist, you have all these people telling you what to do where you don't really have time to actually like think on your own. Uh, and so I think that leads to a lot of these like really weird uh, situations and organizations that can take advantage of that uh, because, you know, it's just how they operate. 100%. And plus a lot of actors like, have fucked up childhoods and fucked up childhoods really is like the creation. That's for, the catalyst to everything for every issue that people have. Yeah. And that is the catalyst to everything. But I like, I think too, when you think about it, like she is basically becoming this, you know, this vessel for this organization that is obviously leading things in an, a terrible direction. But What's crazy to me is like there is some sort of celebrity still towards somebody that's like not even famous anymore. Like that's what that's what blows yeah. my mind is like this girl like I didn't even know about this girl until this came about right. where it was like 
oh shit okay so she was like a side actress in Buffy but I mean like what's crazy to me is that amount of celebrity can still pull people so far into like a cult-like mentality that drives you that's the crazy thing about celebrity the creepiest thing too is just as up until last year there are promotional videos for this organization that are like interviews with uh rainier and matt like them having a conversation about how he's mentored her and what this organization has meant for her career and who she is as a woman because this whole thing was set up as an organization to empower and advance women, i immediately checked out is, the website when when this thing came out i immediately checked out the website and this website doesn't like i can't even understand what this website does as an organization like i don't know what they do whether they're environmental or like there isn't not a very good website is what you're saying well there's not a there's not a direct action to what they do it's just like if you you know are attracted to a lot of cult-like you know words and phrases this is what is like it's the other thing is that uh to keep people in this too and make them complicit they blackmailed them primarily with explicit photos of them and threatening to release them that makes sense that makes sense i mean i heard another thing too is like we were talking about it before this podcast but the guy from 10 things i hate about you andrew keegan is running a cult now up in long beach i mean if you listen to people r kelly apparently has a cult yeah i mean there right. are, there are celebrity cults that are a trend now where i mean and we all know the biggest celebrity cult Kardashians, Scientology, oh, Scientology. No, oh, well, but yeah, Kardashians too. I mean, yeah, that's a different kind of cult. Yeah, they're trying to recruit those. They're trying to. Family they're trying to take hard. over the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee you, Scientology is trying to poach Kardashians very hard. Yeah. Uh, I just want to end with this. If anyone ever tells you you need to be branded, just say no. Yeah, that's just a pretty. No. That's a pretty big red flag. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that's a, a good key to walk away. And I'm just telling you, know, if naked pictures of you are the things being threatened. People forget after like a month. Yeah, and right. uh, Pop Not Soda has not legally stand stood by many things, but we will legally stand by. Do not get branded. Yeah, like like that's I think it, we can that's our new say. that's our new show. <laughs> that is our yeah. Motto. We're gonna put that on a t shirt. Yeah, don't get branded. Do not get branded. So yeah. we'll catch you on the flip side. We're gonna have to break. Uh, when we come back, we are going to be talking uh, some announcements from CinemaCon. Uh, we are going to be talking with Brian who has ventured it into the virtual world of God of War. Holy moly, I want to hear about this, Brian. And okay. uh, we've got some uh, some predictions about how Avengers Infinity War is going to do at the box office. So we will see you in a minute. Boy! Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just having uh, PTSD from playing God of War. Uh, that is the main character's favorite word, uh, at least in the time that I've played the game. Um, you play as Kratos, the former God of War, maybe still the God of War. I don't know. I haven't really gotten to the part where uh, they've gone into detail about how he's like grown up and had a family. Um, but hey, guys, I'm talking about God of War. God and of War... I'm this listening. is the new PlayStation 4 remake, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, it's, it's, not, it's a remake. not a remake. It's, it's, a, it's a sequel, a continuation. Okay. So technically, this is number four in the series. Uh, it's a Sony exclusive, um, Santa Monica Studios product. and uh, So the same guys that did 
all of the God of Wars. I believe so. Yeah. Or I think this is a new director. I don't know. Um, but who, who, whoever has been involved in this game, uh, I just got. I just have to fucking throw my hat off, throw my shirt off, throw my pants off. Uh, I, I mean, it, Damn, it's Brian, it's unbelievably. You got to cover yourself a little bit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm too excited. Yeah, me and that Coachella guy, you know, we're uh, <laughs> we're getting down to business. Uh, but no, I mean the the game is just like absolutely phenomenal. It's really set the bar, in my opinion, for video games. I mean, like it's got to be a certain genre, right? Like a first person shooter isn't gonna, yeah. you know, necessarily need to have a great story and great character development and you know things like that. But for um, you know, like single player video games. I mean, this is like a new standard. Now, is it third person or is it still God of War? God of War. Uh, yeah, playing? so it's it's third person, but like the the view is definitely brought in a little bit more. So it's kind of like Gears of War. Okay, okay. So if you played Gears of War, it's that uh, type of like tight angle on the character, um, and then there's you know like a lot of fast movements, like focus distance. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay, exactly, okay. And and I'll tell you this: so you have an axe in the game as like your main weapon. If they ever make a, a Thor video game, uh, and like want to do it well, the way that they have made this axe is what I envision Thor's hammer to be. I like. heard the thump. It's it's unreal. So like you can just like fucking throw the thing wherever you want, and then you just press a button and have it like come right back to you. So I mean, in just you know, I've probably played the game for like four or five hours, and just in my short time, I've discovered like a lot of interesting creative ways to use it in terms of like combos and like you can throw it through an enemy to hit the enemy behind him and then call it back. So it then like you know goes through the enemy between right between you twice and just like all this really cool shit right but it's the vibration that that comes with it when you like actually catch the axe that they just fucking dialed in perfectly and it's you know i've thrown the thing probably you know a few hundred times at this point but every single time you call (laughs) the axe back and you're like fuck yeah this like this is awesome this is shit yeah um and it's just like honestly the entire game it's just like those little details it's really unbelievable and and i know we talked about it and you guys were very skeptical i mean you know i kind of was too to a certain extent Um, the whole first person thing well the the fact that they claimed the single single shot Yeah. yeah and i'll tell you what like it is true to its word really yeah i mean there are times when like the camera will will turn right so like it'll be focused on a character something will happen behind and the camera will turn so that there's no characters in screen so that's obviously like in production where they're like cutting and setting up actors again yeah but like while you're actually playing the game if like you don't have a keen eye and notice those things i mean it's legitimately a single shot really I mean, and it flows. Brian, we all doubted this. I know. And yeah. it flows perfectly. The load times is what's most impressive uh, because, I've, I mean, Assassin's Creed load times, longer. Far Cry load times that I uh, just played before this, longer. And you're talking for a single for a shot fucking game. single shot game. The only time it cuts is when you die, and even when you die, it's like a quick. Uh, a quick reload. You're not sitting there for like a minute. It's like you know, ten seconds and you're back. Now I gotta, I gotta ask you a question because I remember God of War. Like the gameplay of God of War, the original game was just brutal. 
and it was like button mashing brutal where you could do that is that the same kind of thing or is it more of a definitely slow not yeah approach? okay uh way more strategic um you i mean you can definitely you know be very violent and wild in your combat but the game's really difficult uh early on which i appreciate uh so you know a lot like bloodborne a lot like neo um Definitely not as hard as Dark Souls, but I mean, early on, like I, I probably died in like the second or the like the third, uh, like action sequence, probably like four or five times. Neo, like he like went through the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bloodborne. I played for like an hour. Fucking Neo. I played for way too long. I probably got like a third of the way through the game and fucking threw it away. It's so hard. Um, but, uh, but no, it's like, you know, it, it makes things difficult because what it wants you to do is like it wants you to think. So you can't just do the same pattern over and over again. Evolve as a player. Exactly. Yeah. So like, you know, you yourself, you have an axe and a shield. Um, and then you have like your kid with you, your son who uh, fires arrows that you essentially dictate. So, you know, you press a button for him to shoot arrows. So it's like oh. a combination of uh, that in addition to like, you know, things that you on the ground that like you can shoot and blow up. Not spoilers, but do you take care of the I mean, do you ever take control of the kid? Uh, not yet. And I, d- I doubt that you will. OK, OK. Um, but man, I mean, it's it's just like. So he definitely kills the kid at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned that. um it's kind of like The Last of Us, but Norded, I think, is like the text message you sent to Brad yeah. and I over the weekend. Uh, would you say that it, it, like in The Last of Us, you really have to look out for um, the girl and keep her safe? Is that the same thing here? Do you have to worry about the son being killed or being in danger? No, you don't. And really in like The Last of Us, you, you don't... I can't remember, specific, but no, I don't think you ever There's have to like save the girl. in that. Yeah. Right. But that that's, I think, what is cool about this game is because you know you're playing the god of war and this is your fucking son so he's got like you know god's blood in him so you expect him to be able to handle his shit i know i know he's only supposed to be like you know 11 or 12 in the game but i mean come on he's the fucking son of a god like i have to ask do they like how does this story begin like does he just wake up as the like in a new world or so does something happen? That's like, one of the fucking coolest parts about the game so okay. far is like when you, when the game loads, because the, like I felt like there was a clean ending to him killing the entire Greek universe. Yeah. Like, so they give you, no, they give you zero backstory. Okay. They literally, so like the game opens up on, uh, like Kratos's axe, And when you press start game, the game just starts. And so you just, you, you literally watch him pick up the axe, and then you're just like chopping down this tree. It's, oh, and, and then the game just goes. Uh, so you don't know anything where it's at in right. The, you literally okay. don't know anything. You're just thrown into the game and you start playing. Um, and you know this isn't a spoiler. Hopefully, because uh, if you've watched any of the trailers, uh, basically the plot of the game is that your wife dies, and then you and your son are taking her ashes up to like the top of this mountain that you know, is a, uh, you know, religious or holy place to have your ashes. Laid she becomes the God of war and that's what the prequel is. And then everything becomes, yeah, yeah that's what the DLC is. Uh, uh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, but I mean, again, like 
if you own a PlayStation, you have to go get this game. If you don't own a PlayStation, go buy one because it's obviously the superior system over the big M. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's that good. Like I, the the only way I can see it losing game of the year is if Red Dead Redemption is gonna be like if it, if that's gonna live up to the hype. I think that's the only way that it could surpass this game because I mean, not only do I think it's one of the best games to come out, you know, this year or recently. I mean, hopefully when I finish it, I mean, it's probably gonna be one of my favorite games ever. Yeah, yeah. I can already feel it building because it's like. It humanizes it humanizes this character that who's if, been like if you like, if you played these games like me like you, this you've just fucking murked like a thousand. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger when it comes to like the like he's a character. You know you know what I can compare it to actually uh, is Logan. Oh, that's a good. So call. like when you watch yeah, Logan, that is a good call. The reason why I like Logan so much is because it really humanizes professor X and Logan and you can like relate to them. They're like real people. And I think that's what they did a really great job of is like you watch this dude with his son after this, like, you know, horrible thing happens and you can definitely like feel that she was the one that like kept this family together and you just like watch their interactions. And it's just like, you know, it's like real life and it kind of takes you out of, this fantasy world where you're like throwing an axe a fucking thousand feet through somebody's just head killing people right and like you know ripping out a tree stump and throwing it over your shoulder and walking down the street with it um you know it takes you back to a place like oh these are like real characters yeah i'm down to check it out dan are you gonna check it out yeah yeah once i like have a ps4 well we'll get it's you pretty a PS4. cheap these days yeah i gotta imagine we'll trade you that one for a switch when you get that one so sounds good anyway dan uh you know moving on from the world of video games into the world of movies uh the big news has been coming out this week from cinematon yes and what really all cinematon is is just trailers trailers and early footage um but it does tell you a lot about what the next year has in store for movies and uh what a lot of you know um i guess uh, people who have been excited for some of these titles to come out, what they may be looking forward to. Yeah. One thing I heard, J.J. Uh, Abrams coming out with a Nazi futuristic like sci-fi film. Okay. Um, related to Cloverfield, right? Related, well, actually, uh, just this week actually uh, said that it is not related to Cloverfield. Oh, but he is going to be doing another Cloverfield movie. Exactly. So that, that Cloverfield is near in the future, but this one that's coming out, actually, it's a World War II Nazi Do you uh, ever film. trust anything J.J. Abrams no. actually says? <laughs> no. <laughs> not yeah. at this point. So, so it's probably related to Cloverfield. Exactly. So yeah, just it'll like, probably come just out like on Netflix Benedict too. Just Cumberbatch like he said it wasn't going to come out. Yeah, Netflix, just like Benedict so. Cumberbatch wasn't con, but he ended up being con. Yep. Right. Um, so that you know, there's been lots of winners and losers from Cinematon. Uh, the first winner, of course, it's Disney. They just they just destroyed this. Well, they do Incredibles too. No, they they showed footage from Solo: a Star Wars Story. They showed footage from Avengers Infinity War. Oh, they, I'm sorry. They did show footage from Incredibles 2. Um, they had, um, I guess, like, uh, not necessarily filmed versions, but they had um, information on Aladdin. 
uh, stills from the live action Dumbo and Lion King. I just can't believe from what it's going to look like. They're fucking unreal. Dumbo. They're making yeah. a, a, a live action everything. All the animated films. They're on really? live action. Yeah. Every Damn. single one. Yeah, it's fucking. And nuts. Uh, they all. I guess apparently that's a look, pop nuts. They all look great. Uh, they all went over really well. They all well. look great. Re- Apparently, great yeah. I've seen the Dumbo still, and it looks creepy real. That, that's what I will say. Like, I mean, I Dumbo, feel like it's all like going to look like the Jungle movie, Book, uh, but better. You know? Like, it looks crisper. Yeah. Uh, or Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast so is good, It's too. funny you bring up Jungle Book because, you know, Jungle Book there, there is... No, no, no. There is, you know, when Jungle Book was announced from Disney coming out, Warner Brothers had also announced that they were doing their own version of a live-action Jungle Book. Uh, because the, sta- the this is the more British one. This is the Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, this has uh, um, a far different, a very good cast, but a v- very different cast. And uh, it's called Mowgli, and it's a um, hmm. it's a darker and like scarier version of the Jungle Book, not necessarily for little thing. kids. And apparently, it's bad. So it's funny because the cast is like the who's who. You know, across the pond, and I mean, if it ain't Disney, well. you ain't doing it right these days. Uh, nope. Another another winner from Cinematron, uh, Brett's boy Tom Cruise. Woo! TC, uh, what's TC up to? He showed uh, footage from his sixth Mission Impossible film, mm. and they say it all looks great. Yeah, I think it looks badass. I, I I hate to admit it, but it does look good, and I think he's filling. A void in which it's just that spy thriller action movie that isn't overcomplicated. This sounds terrible, but did that one that he got injured from? It's this one. Yeah, that's this one. one. Yeah. Okay, so that's still the same one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn, man, I I'm waiting for that one to. Yeah, come out. I'm. I'm. Yeah. And they they say it's it may be the best one yet. Yeah. Really? I mean, they fucking JJ ruined Abrams. Justice League for it, so it better be I mean, good. You might as well, yeah. Uh, the the last one I want to talk about on the losers list, which kind of makes me sad, but it doesn't surprise me, is the film Holmes and Watson. Oh, so that's a John this C. is the Riley comedy and, uh, John C. Yeah, Riley and Will Ferrell, and Doctor John Watson. How have I not heard about this? I don't know how you haven't, but apparently they said this will probably win all the Razzies. Yep. I mean, it's probably going to be bad. It's supposed to, right? <laughs> it's going to be bad, um, but. I mean, everyone said the same thing about Step Brothers when it first true, came out, right? True, true. Yeah. Uh, the other thing uh, I want to touch on real quick before we get into the meat of CinemaCon is that there was apparently the first trailer shown, but it has not been leaked. Well, all that's been leaked is a promotional image for the next movie from M. Night Shyamalan called Glass. Yes. Which will be a sequel to Unbreakable. Unbreakable. And Split. I wasn't going to give it that spoiler away, but sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, mean I guess it's been like a year and a half. It's been great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, don't see Split. What are you doing with your life? Uh, then again, it has nothing to do with the movie, though, except for the very end. The very end. I mean, where it tells you it Brett spoiled exists for me. in this same <laughs> um, universe. So uh, it's, I'm really excited for this because with how well Split was done yeah. and because I think Unbreakable is M. Night Shyamalan's best movie. I'm not excited about it, Dan. I, 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 I don't think that M. Night Shyamalan has done many things that have impressed me in the last few years so which is well, it's fair split. like but it's the split. last thing you did yeah, the last I, thing I, I don't i mean split was split was very hitchcockian like to me but that's that's what m night tried to be i don't think he pulled it off as well as it was intended to be well, i don't think anyone's ever gonna pull off hitchcock but i mean but. like i like i feel like his appeal to me was uh six cents and the original unbreakable 
and things like that. And I don't know how it like the village even the signs stuff yeah. like that. But then Lady in the Water, um, probably one of the worst it? movies. Yeah, and the yeah, happening and is the worst after movie. Earth. the last Airbender. Yeah, yeah, last Airbender after Earth. He he's gone like on a track where I'm like uh, the happening. Too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he yeah. ran it with Split, and I think that's why right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Because if you're just looking at this universe he has, he's done that universe very well. And yeah, and I heard that movie he did before that too with the, the grandparents who turned oh, out to be. Oh, the 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 visit was very yeah, visit, good. Yeah. yeah, I never saw that. But so no, was very good. Willis is in this one. Yes, too. Yeah, Willis right. Jackson and all McAvoy. Guys. And now this is okay. What I'm curious to know is this going to be two of Unbreakable or is this three of Unbreakable? I don't know. Uh, well, Split was after Unbreakable. Yeah, so is that like, is it technically so a trilogy? I think it's technically this, a trilogy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's this why is I'm the third movie. Okay. Right. okay. So, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but let's get to the the biggest news um, from Cinematron, and that was the leaked footage of Venom that came out a few nights ago. It I wish like they kept six, that bottled up. It was six seconds and it was Tom Hardy as Venom. And because of that, Sony said, F it. We have to let the trailer out. Um, because they they wanted to try to control what was going on. This looks terrible. So they put out a their first, not their, f- I guess, first trailer. Because I guess the, the other one's a teaser. a teaser. Yeah. And uh, I think... A lot of people have a lot of feelings, and I know that you two have um, similar feelings about this. Yeah, I think it looks like fucking dog shit. Brian, Brian was the one too. Like, I'll be honest, man. Back in the day, like, I had like a very little interest in comic books too. And I remember Brian was the one that I played baseball with, and then Brian was like, "Hey, like, I'm interested in comics too." Like, I remember picking up comics from Brian, and then going like, "Hey, like, okay, what's going on?" Venom was one of the first people where I was like, "Okay." This guy is very, very interesting. And then they're fucking ruining this this character when it comes to the movie. They are, I mean, every, I don't know, put him in, like, put Carnage in or something like that. I mean, th- I, so think I think that's stop what do- Just stop doing, like, stop doing this whole universe. Yeah, I think how they, how Sony is fucking this up is that they're trying to, you know, they're doing an origin story. Exactly. And they're trying to follow the lead of, uh, you know, Marvel and how they've done origin stories, but they still are doing it the same fucking way that they have been doing it with Spider-Man, where it's just a regurgitated plot. Nothing is new or interesting and there's or creative. Five, like there's one character and there's four other characters you can totally tell they're intending on doing a series out of, but they don't fledge that well and they don't even fledge the main character. Well, so yeah. And the, the rumor is too, that you're really not going to see a lot of venom in this movie. I think that's been debunked by this trailer. Well, no, I mean, I think that's going to be, that's probably towards the end. When you see like him fully as Venom, and I don't I d- think so because I think that t- that happens no, pretty I think early that's, in the movie. I, no, I think that's towards the end too. No, because I think if you're setting up the climax of the movie, I think that the part that we have seen the leaked footage where it's where Venom and he's in the suit that happens before I think we even get introduced to who the real villain of the movie is. Because I I honestly think if from the trailer what we see, 
I think is the first 30 to 40 minutes. That's where the footage comes from. Because I know this movie isn't done with post-production. Yeah. And it's obvious from the trailer. Yeah. You see scenes that still they still need to Who's be... Who's voicing uh, Venom? I don't Tom, know, but I, Tom Hardy I think, is. is. that Tom is, Hardy? Is he? Because I think that's the, the one thing. So, the... I'm not, that's another thing they, they obviously haven't done in post. Yeah, is that's fucking not a post. get his voice that's right. That's not post. Yeah, yeah and his that accent right. Post, yeah. yeah, so um, that's one thing I did notice. But again, because post isn't done. So... The I looked at this with we'll let's post see do it well like, because I can't see a lot. I was like, let me see what's going like right. Let's see like are they on the right track? Because the other thing is we don't know if it, what is this going to be rated. There's been a lot of rumors. Is this going to be rated R? X because I think if you rate if you have <laughs> this movie rated R, it opens it up to a lot G. of different things. You can, um, yeah, you can't do a Venom movie fucking PG. I know, and so that's why I'm hoping it's rated R. But but they haven't filmed anything that. Like alludes you to don't, any you don't know. I mean, I mean, God, my God, you would cut to it, Will, dude. Uh, like if you're if you're teasing an R movie, you know how to tease but, an R movie. So this again, this is the whole thing. This Unless trailer this wasn't g- supposed red. to come out. This trailer was not supposed to be the first. But I mean, they obviously had footage for it. it. Just for CinemaCon. It was just supposed to be for CinemaCon. But that's filmed footage of what they're intending on being on the movie. So they obviously have a direction for this movie, and then. The fact that they like what is what's telling me now is this is basically going to go to a like a like a reshooting of Suicide Squad, where this is this is going to be a fucking enormous I, I mean, amount I don't know of money. If we'll do reshoots, dude. I mean, that's what that's what's it's telling me is like. Well, I mean, every movie these days does, does reshoots. reshoots yeah. yeah, but I mean that I mean they're missing the mark. But a lot we also don't know if they do what like a lot of Marvel films do. And they film a ton of scenes that they can use to shape the story one way or the other. And then when it comes down to editing, is how they actually shape Doesn't the story. Doesn't matter though if tell. you don't fucking go in the, in the right direction. But if what you I'm go saying the completely is, completely opposite I, direction. Off one well, trailer, that it, I can't it, tell that because the one thing that's missing from this trailer is the villain. We have no idea who the villain it's is. The, to it's me, the it CEO did. Dude. It's not. It's a hundred percent not. But to me, it doesn't even matter because what you have it's to a get Sony right. Movie, Dan. What you have to get right with Venom is to me just like his presence right yeah like you want to see him and you want to fucking buckle like that's how i always pictured venom and the fact there's no peter parker i mean well it's just like when you see him fully fleshed out and i mean number one just like that line is so fucking corny we are venom you know like come on guys it looks stupid uh it just yeah it just doesn't invoke the emotion that it should like there's to me it just looks like kind of laughable uh and it's not it's not threatening or uh like a aggressive you know it's just it's just it's just not communicating at least in my opinion like the tone that i think it should and i i think for me what i really was harping on that i was like there actually is a step in the right direction is the inner uh, like conversation between him and the symbiote that we didn't get, because my bar is Spider Man Three. The only thing I've ever seen on screen for Spider Man, which 3 I think is Topher fucking Grace. And I will say so this: like, bad. I feel like it looks better in Spider Man well. Three, like compared to Venom. Just this what did Venom it looks like, right? This did uh. it better. I actually feel like this did it better. But I mean, like the whole idea of Venom that needs to get introduced on like a side part of like a main series. 
Like do it on yeah, Spider Man, right? And, and like that's like something that like somehow thing. like like goes side part of that. Don't full on think that you have the confidence to introduce this like parasitic character as a main like thing that's going to throttle an entire movie for two hours because that's fucking ludicrous to me. But I mean, like, who knows where they're going to go with it? So but- the other thing that gave me some faith in this movie is at the beginning of the trailer what was shown that has never been shown in a Sony release movie before. And that was in association with Marvel Studios. Oh. Who? The 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 trailer says in association with Marvel Studios. Oh. So what I'm saying is it also depends on how much creative uh, contribution Marvel gives to this movie. Because we know that Sony by itself is terrible. It is. Yep. But if you're no working with, there. <laughs> if but but depending on how much Marvel influence is there, and how much this may actually cross over with Tom Holland's Spider-Man, there's no way Marvel allows Sony to ruin Tom Holland because no, Tom mean, Holland has risen so highly so quickly off of Captain America: Civil War and off Spider-Man Homecoming, that he prints money, and he's young, and he's a star that they can use moving forward, especially when they enter Phase 4 after Avengers Infinity War. So that's also what I'm looking at is the fact that Marvel wouldn't let Sony jeopardize Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't think he's going to be in this movie. There's No, no there's he's no not. Way. He's not. Tom no. Holland's not going to be in Venom. No. No. Corona Regis on that. <laughs> you, anyway. you can't make that you're bet. Put your, you right. never bring you're put Corona your 2000 anyway. on the line. Anyway, uh, so we're going to jump to the final. Yeah, but that. speaking of the yeah, sixth Tom Holland in Spider-Man. Is this movie that's coming Avengers out. Avengers Infinity War comes out tomorrow. Oh, there's a movie uh, coming it out? came out on Friday. Or it came out on Friday. On yep. And it's already made more money than Donald Trump has ever had. Um, <laughs> Dan, are you excited? Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I, I've already threatened to kill Brett four times tonight because he has read the synopsis on Wikipedia it's and is holding it over our head. And I have mm-hmm. a pen in my hand, Brett. So if you do try and say something while we're on air. John Wick. Did you know what happened? <laughs> I Stop it. Uh, but the one thing I wanted to ask is how much damn money do we really think this thing's going to make in three days? I I mean, I, I think it's definitely going to break every record that's ever been set um and i'm i'm going i'm going pretty big i'm going 500 mil i'm going half, 500 mil i'm going half a half a b no shit half a b in like in three days across are we talking like across the world or are we just a mess like just just domestic gross i'm thinking i'm thinking just domestic <laughs> if you go if you look Right now, no. I'm and not. How like, many? I'm not, yeah. Like how many showings? I mean, it's it's in every <laughs> fucking theater. I mean, it's in every room of every theater. Like it's insane. Yeah. And I just think that people are gonna go see this movie. They're gonna talk about it, you know, to their friends, to their family. Gonna get them interested in it. Because what I think happens is this movie is like bigger than just a movie right i think it's like gone into i mean it's obviously been in the lexicon but it's it's 
at that level now where it's like Game of Thrones, where it doesn't matter if you're a fan or not. Like you just have to watch it because so many people. Yeah. Or you have to it. read the Wikipedia. <laughs> right. Or you can just be a dick and read about so it. So currently, um, <gasps> for an article from Forbes that was posted 10 hours ago, so Thursday morning, uh, when the movie opened in Australia, New Zealand. So this is international. The place. Netherlands, South Korea, the Philippines, Thailand, Indonesia, Malaysia, Hong Kong, and Vietnam. It's already made $40 million, And that was 10 hours ago. So that includes no United States, Canada, no Europe. UK, no yeah, no Western Europe, just Asia, just Thursday, and not even Japan. Yeah, and not even China. I mean, right? I, I I see just it, Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, I see it growing about three hundred, three hundred. All right, three hundred. And mil. you're at half a mil. You're at three hundred. I'm at half a bill. So you know what I'm going to take? Four hundred. I'm going to take. Three hundred and one million dollars. <laughs> you piece of shit. You piece of shit. Hope you nailed it, Brett. Damn Hope it. you nailed it. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Uh, no, no. I, I'm uh, excited. Realistically, like, realistically, I'm gonna say uh, it makes four hundred and seventeen million dollars. No shit. Weekend. Okay. Um, we're Price is Right rules. Though. Yeah, Sorry, guys. Price is Right. You, you so don't I'm want fine. it to go over. <laughs> no. Yeah. One yeah. one million. It's gonna make one million dollars. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, um, no, Jerry. Where's Jeremy Renner? Yeah, no, no Jeremy Renner, no, uh, no Ant Man. Apparently, some people think that on the IMAX poster, if you zoom in on the Infinity Gauntlet, Ant Man's there. You can see Ant Man. That'd be that. That'd be really fucking clever. Like if I did that. like, and that'd I've seen cool. it. I've seen it. Uh, you know, it's, and it's it's on our Facebook. If you want to check out this post, but uh, I don't think it's Ant Man, but I guess it could be. So I know some freaking designer was like hey guys you know it'd be funny if i just made this shadow look yep. like to be yep. a man it's gonna drive people crazy <laughs> yep yep exactly so you guys are seeing it you guys are seeing it well as of this yeah, episode you it. will have seen I, it we will have now. seen it uh, yes. yeah both of you yes yeah. i will have read it and uh we will be coming back next thursday talking about well our possibly- episode next monday because our episode will come out on monday i'm, so, I'm sorry yeah, yeah so yeah. a week from today a week so from a week today. from today we will be talking about the Avengers Infinity War Infinity War and what and, you guys think about thoughts it. And what prayers it, what it means for the future of movies yeah oh damn what are you gonna do when I will <laughs> end you how about uh, Captain Marvel so thank shows you up. for joining <laughs> Pop Not Soda in this season Wolverine 4 episode up, yeah. 11 I heard Deadpool shows uh, if up. If you miss Cable. us throughout the week, make sure to like us on Facebook, kill subscribe Rocky to our page. First. Uh, make sure you check out our Instagram at pop underscore not soda. Follow second. us there. Um, then they kill. Because you'll see the live story of how I murdered third. Brett. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter they at pop the underscore not soda. All of the rest of the Guardians. You can follow Brian at bowen 619 You can Deadpool follow fifth. You can follow Brett at Nieces Pieces and you can follow me six at feet paper, <laughs> paper Champion DP and Logan yeah sixth. hopefully um, he shows up they just kill him so. next week Brett's still alive <laughs> but it's not looking good Gambit sixth. so until then they kill Gambit this has been he your weekly Six Back of Pop Culture <laughs> we will catch you on the flip side hopefully with some goddamn Coronaritas